Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. Before we begin, let's take a moment to arrive, settle down. So wherever you are, just be comfortable. Find yourself a comfortable place. <clears throat> Settle down. Close your eyes. Lighten your mind. Invite that peace, calming, cooling sensation in your eyes. Thinking of a beautiful flower unfolding, relax your facial muscles. Relax your neck, shoulders, spine. Soften the belly and get grounded, grounded. Become aware of your stillness. Watch the breath rising from the navel towards the heart as you breathe in. Attention coming back to the navel as you breathe out. <clears throat> All the restlessness, anxiousness settling down like sand settles in a glass of water. Breath is coming in and breath is going out. Eyes remain calm, facial muscles remain relaxed. The whole body is experiencing softness and stillness. Pause the breath wherever it is for a moment. Connect with your heartbeat. Each beat sending out pulsation in your whole being like ripples rising from the center going to the shore. Ripple after ripple. Before you begin to stress, release the breath, 
very slowly, mindfully, welcoming the breath with sweetness. and gratitude. And gently we open our eyes. <clears throat> Thank you for taking this time to be still and centered. This year's word was freedom, freedom. If you recall, on New Year's Eve, we come up with one word that we all try to hold on to throughout the year. So the word for this year is freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from self-created bondage. It's not that someone else creates bondage. We create our own bondage. Self-created limitations. Because the truth is, we are all divine being. It's the divine having an, a human experience. As long as we remain in the remembrance of our divinity, we can experience or live that freedom. Now, what does it mean to remain in the remembrance of our divinity? What is divinity?
I have shared this with you many times. For the first time when I went to see Sarkar Baba, first time, he asked me, what can I do for you? Why are you here? I couldn't think of a very elaborate question. I just asked, I said, I want to find God. Baba did not answer. He asked me a question. Is the sun up? I said, yes. He said, how do you know? I said, the light is here. He said, take the presence of God to be the same way. Wherever those divine virtues are present, take God to be present right there. You didn't have to look in the sky to tell me that the sun is up. Just the light was there and you told me sun is up. We get caught because we look for that divinity in particular form, in particular shape and size, color, image. That divinity resides within us. We are that divine being. That divinity resides within us in the form of those virtues. What are those virtues? Love, kindness, acceptance, forgiveness, patience, patience. Trust. These are all divine virtues. If we stay in the remembrance of that, yes, I am capable of giving and receiving love. I am capable of forgiving. I am capable of asking for forgiveness. I am capable of acceptance. Contentment. I have enough. All these virtues are the rays of the divine. If those virtues are flowing out of me into the world, I am living my divinity. Remember, staying in the remembrance of those virtues in my life sets me free. This is what truly freedom means. We get caught with small things. If it's not my drama, I get caught, in, caught up with, caught with somebody else's drama and make it my own. And there I go. Please remember, 
every soul has come on its own alone and lives alone. Sometimes we get trapped trying to fix somebody. And fix somebody. That person has to make some effort. That person first has to acknowledge that there is a problem. They're not even acknowledging that there is a problem and we cannot see there is a problem and then we are all flowing towards fixing that problem. This week has been a very interesting week for me. Many dear ones, many people I knew, uh, three or four, passed away last week. And one very, very, very dear friend um, had left. The family called me and I went there. <clears throat> and it was a very powerful moment for me. There was the body laying down, mouth open. A very, very good person, a social socialite of Sonoma Town. Always was there with the goodness of his heart for any causes. And how unceremoniously his body was picked up by the caretakers and taken away, put it in a car. All the family members, all the children, wife, was left behind. Passing through that door, the gate to the house, I remember how carefully he chose each tile, each door, window, doorknobs, light fixtures. Through that door was just carried away in a sheet, two people holding it. How we get caught in creating something and how unceremoniously we leave it all behind. Everything is left behind. It reminds me of the story that Baba used to say, that there was this man, he was accused of some crime. He went to the court. The judge told him, if he could find even one person who could vouch for your integrity, 
you'll be acquitted. This person said, oh, I have many friends. That's not a big problem. So first he goes to this friend who he used to spend lots of time with, always thinking about it, always trying to invite him home and make him stay at home. No matter where he went, he, this friend was always with him. So he told his friend that the judge has told me if somebody could come and vouch for me, I'll be acquitted. Can you come to with me and tell me, tell him? This friend says, I will do anything for you. I'll get anything for you you want. But I cannot go there with you. He was a little disappointed. Then he goes to other friends. who he used to live with and spend his lots of times always thinking about it. This friend said, I love you so much. I can go anywhere with you. I can even go to the courthouse, but I cannot enter the courthouse. little disappointed. Then he goes to this third friend who he used to see once in a while. This friend says, oh, is that all you need? I even know the judge, let's go. He went in, the person was, now, who are these three friends? First friend was money. We're always thinking about making more money, bringing things, always thinking, how can I make more? And once we have it, how can we keep it safe? How much time we spend with this? This friend will get us anything we want, but cannot go to the courthouse. The day we are leaving towards that, it's left behind. Second friend, family members, loved ones that we always spend our time engaged with fixing their drama, their own drama with them, living. These friends can take us up to the courthouse, up to the door. They cannot go beyond that door. The third friend, our good deeds. It's the good deeds that goes beyond the, the door, goes even inside the courthouse. 
our good deeds are always remembered, even after our body is gone. Anyway, this little story came to my mind. Um, how we get trapped with small things we have. Conflict, we have fears, we have resentments, we have, we create drama with nothing. This is why this word freedom, freedom is so important to constantly remember. Whatever I am trapped in, I do have the ability to free myself from it. To stop, take a step back. Take a deep breath. Remember, whatever is unsettling me, it will pass. I have to just look at my approach, how I'm approaching whatever is holding me back. If I don't find a resolve in this moment, I can't think of a way. Maybe take a break from it. Do something else for a while. Do something else. Nothing should come between me and my divinity. Because one day, very unceremoniously, we leave. This body, is taken away. But there is something else that lives. the peace that we have experienced and shared, the joy we have experienced and shared, the stories that are remembered by the loved ones and shared with each other. May our life be a life of inspiration to others. I didn't mean to make it a, such a heavy um, topic, but this topic is also a very freeing topic. Free topic means we may be holding on to something that's just occupying all my time, all my mind, all my energy. Just stop. Ask yourself, can I free from myself from this? Whatever it is, nothing is worth losing my peace. We talk about it, we read about it. Yes, I'm a divine being. I have, there is a divinity resides within me, but what does it really mean? 
that divinity that we talk about is within us, but we have to acknowledge it, honor it, live it. Yes, we are human beings. We have our moments. Those moments are fine, but that's not the whole thing. That's not the whole thing. We have our sorrows, we have our joys. Everything is in a part of this life and there is a place for everything. There is some time we grieve, we are in sorrow, but there are other things in life too that we should allow space for. This is freedom, not be totally trapped in anything. Even our own self-created perception of ourselves, expectation from ourselves, we should be even free from that. I am a human being, I make mistakes, I have people in my life, they are who they are, they have their own limitations, I have my own limitations. If there is a little disagreement, just not stay in it. This is the time to call upon those divine virtues that are within me. I am able to love. I am able to forgive. I am able to set myself free and the other person free from our expectations. how light our heart feels when we let go of something that is weighing heavily on us. And please remember, it weighs heavy only because I'm holding on to my way of seeing it, my way of changing it, my way of expecting it to be. There are many ways, any situation, anything, any person can be. My work is to do whatever I can, show up with the best that I can, then take a step back, take a deep breath and leave it alone. All the days of our life are not the same. Always the change is happening. This is the dance of life. Anyway, uh, the events of last week are still with me very much. And that image of just being taken out from the house by two unknown people who had no emotional attachment, nothing. Family members standing there watching and feeling so 
helpless, hopeless. When those moments become very real and they leave a very uh, strong impact. And that impact was as powerful as sitting in the cremation ground and watching all the bodies burn for three days continuously when I sat there and watched. Everybody comes, young, old, rich, poor, ugly, pretty, everybody ends up there at that time. And this body and the stories that we carry is all left behind in that moment. So whatever is holding us back, we have to look at it and just take a step back, take a deep breath and say to ourselves, remind ourselves, I am capable of living a divine life. I am capable of bringing those virtues in my life. I am capable of freeing myself from the habits of the mind that I have created over the years. Nothing is worth losing my peace. This is all that's coming to me in this moment. I would love to uh, stop here. And it's wonderful to see you every Sunday. I actually like this. Um, you don't have to go anywhere. You can just sit in your comfortable place and I can sit in my comfortable place and we can greet each other. I would love to um, hear from you if you have something on your mind, if you have any questions, and then Shannon will open up the rooms where you can greet each other. Thank you. Shannon? Yes, uh, if you'd like to speak with Babaji, please let me know in the chat. Um, there's already questions coming in as well. You can uh, type your question into me and I'm happy to relay it. So Babaji, the first question is, how do I, how to free ourselves from someone's projected anger on us? Also, is there a mantra that protects us from that projected negative energy? If somebody's trying to give you something and you don't take, where does it stay? That's how you protect yourself. If somebody is projecting it and you don't take it, you don't make it your own, you don't make it about yourself. The only way to protect yourself is don't start playing the ping pong. Go to under your own shelter. Bring your attention, ground yourself at the navel. Navel is the place, Nabhi. Nabhi is the place where you take your attention. Let the breath rise from there towards your heart. In progress. Open your heart, 
close the flower, open it, close it. Just do this two, three times. And whatever that person is trying to get, if you don't take it in, make your own, it goes where it is, has to go. But you see, it's easily said and hard to do. Why? Because your mind is also keeps going that way. So you have to stop your mind from doing that. It's a habit. Person who is trying to give it, look at what's happening in your own heart. Can you send a little love and just make a little silent communication? Just say, there's love for you in my heart. You are in my life. There have been some wonderful moments. I think of those moments. I think of your virtues, the goodness in you. We get caught because we just start focusing on small things. Let's expand our heart. That is the best way to protect yourself by thinking that if somebody's trying to give you something, if you don't take it, where does it stay? Thank you, Baba. Um, there's another question. Uh, it says, thank you, Babaji. Freedom is what you spoke about today. Freedom is also the power to act, speak as one wants without hindrance or restraint. Freedom means the power to choose the government the people want and vote for. Because of war, this freedom is not granted today. What can you tell us about this freedom? What has happened from the very beginning? It's a part of the evolution. When we were in cave age, we hitting each other with rocks. Today we are a little more evolved and we are fighting with tanks and bombs. So it's a part of the evolution creation. People like what's happening today in the world, you know, People are trying to defend themselves and that's their dharma, that's their duty to protect their freedom. Our prayers are with them. It has been the story, there has been a pressure and then there are those who are the subject to that. And it goes on in our hearts, in our minds, we can just keep sending our prayers that way for the oppressed. Nothing is worth, if there is a conflict, we should always think about a peaceful way to resolve it. Using force, just 
creates more trouble for everybody. And the freedom that I'm talking about, if we really are in touch with our divinity, if we're really in touch with our divinity, we can survive any kind of situation. Any kind of situation. In a way, it is our ego that wants that freedom that we talk about. The freedom that I'm talking about is personal, internal freedom that frees you from that ego. We have taken this birth. This body is born, one day it dies, you're free. And all the politics and all the struggles and everything is left behind that day. Baba used to say, if you want to be happy, always stay in the remembrance of two things, remember God and remember death. These two set us free. Remembering God means remembering that the truth will always be victorious. The goodness will always shine through. And death means all the struggle that we're trying to fix. It will all end with the end of the body. Thank you, Babaji. Mark would like to speak with you. Morning, Babaji. This is Mark. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good. Thank you for a, a great satsang. It, um, it really hit me today. So can I say something? I'll make it very quick, I promise. Go ahead, go ahead. Sure, okay. So um, I found out yesterday that someone I knew uh, passed. It was through Facebook. So similar to, you know, realizing that four people passed, but um, mine's different. I, I wasn't, um, uh, I knew this person in high school. He was actually a teacher and there was a lot of conflict between us. Um, a lot bad conflict. I'm, he caused me conflict, but I know I also caused um, him conflict. And um so high school ended and, you know, but it was kind of always that person that you thought back and it was like, uh, you know, just a hard, a difficult relationship, never wanted to see him again, all that kind of stuff. But also the kind where you look back and you're like, well, you know, that was kind of a teaching moment and it kind of changed your path or your, um, your trajectory. Um, but it's interesting, many years ago, I also found out this person did something very nice for a family member of mine you know and i think and that family member was really struggling and this person really helped them and so i think after that it kind of like it, i would had a mixed relationship with him so anyway i found out uh 
two days ago he passed and I had no relationship with him. I didn't want to, but it's been really nice just remembering what he did good. And um, so I felt freedom. So anyway, thanks. You know, we all have something that people remember as good and some people remember as bad. The goodness is in each individual. So even in conflict, if we have with somebody, we should always think about, take our mind towards their virtues. And once we keep thinking about their virtues, there is a freedom in there. Goodness always sets us free. Abhiji, there are several questions about uh, observing Mahashivaratri on Monday. Mahashivaratri is the night of Shiva's wedding with Shakti. So that's the symbolic. People do all kinds of rituals and they will go and pour milk on Shiva Lingam and offer flowers and this and that. Um, but here in this country, how do we celebrate Mahashivaratri? We remember the essence. What does Shivaratri means? It's the night of Shiva's wedding with Shakti. Who is Shiva? You are Shiva. Means Shiva is the name of simplicity, kindness, one who is easily pleased. Just think in that way. You being the person whose heart is simple, who is easily pleased, who sees goodness, even in the fault, is Shiva. Marrying with Shakti. Shakti means your own power, your capabilities, your strength. So you marrying with your own strength. Sometimes we are quite capable and we have all these capabilities, but we are not able to manifest anything. We are not connected with our Shakti. So Shivaratri is the night to unite with your Shakti. Whatever is keeping you away from your strength, You'll have to look at that and distance yourself from that. Claim your strength. So that's the way I would like you to celebrate another Shivaratri that night, if you can. Uh, light a lamp. When I say light a lamp, it's not a kerosene lamp. The lamp is made out of that burns little key. 
you make a little wick, cotton wick, and put it in a little bowl, and put a little ghee in it, and light it. So the light coming out of the ghee lamp is very soothing, very, uh, it cleanses the environment in the house. And in the darkness, in the nighttime, sitting by a lamp that's burning with a ghee wick is very auspicious. So that way you can do Shivaratri. Light a ghee lamp, sit there and count all your virtues. Count your virtues. Sometimes we are always thinking about our weakness, our shortcoming, our problems. But that day is that night is the night to um, acknowledge the virtues in you and be with your loved ones. You can make a little more ceremonial, make a nice meal that night that your partner likes or that you like. So make it a night of celebration. So a follow-up question. Uh, there are a lot of people saying we must stay awake the whole night, but I find that very hard. And there are lots of people saying, then why I do what I feel like doing? Again, you know, it's somebody else's idea. Why do I have to run by their idea? <clears throat> I have to just be kind to myself, be real, do whatever you can, and then go to sleep. That's when we get in trouble, but lots of people are saying, people, I shouldn't say that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all curious about what you were going to say, but there's one final question, Babaji, and that is, uh, Baba, how do we prepare to leave our body? Prepare yourself in a way that there is no regrets, no unfulfilled wishes and desires. If there are any unfulfilled wishes and desires, see how realistic it is. And if it's not realistic, then let it go. Just mark off the bucket list. You don't have to. So this is the real best preparation for leaving that nothing remains undone. I did whatever I could to my best ability. And if I didn't show up with my best ability, that so be it. I was not wise enough. I was not gifted enough to do that. So leaving them in total acceptance of the kind of life I have lived, good or bad, is the best time. So how do we prepare yourself? That's how you prepare yourself. Look at your unfulfilled wishes and desires and all the regrets and all the conflicts and to your best ability, try to resolve all the conflict. That may take some 
work on your own ego, somewhere you have to bow, say, yes, I was wrong. Just, I want to move beyond it. If you feel somebody owes you something, give it to them, have it. If you feel you owe it to somebody, then give it. If you owe an apology, apologize. If you, so anything, just try to clear it all out. Just clear it out because it's unfulfilled wishes and desires or unresolved business bring you back in the cycle of birth and death. And even at the last moment, even if it was not able to do everything, just saying even that, freeing yourself from that, that I did the best I could and I am at peace with it and then take your last breath. We'll be very fortunate if we can do that. If we can do that, then we can say, yes, this life was well lived. Babaji, that's all the questions for now. Beautiful. <clears throat> Thank you, everyone. I know you still have a little time to check in with each other, and uh, I'll see you next week. Thank you, Baba. Mm -hmm. Love, Baba. It's Thank, you, so Baba. Thank you, Baba. Thank you, Baba. Thank you, Baba. Good Thank you, Baba. Ciao. Ciao, Baba. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Thank you, Baba. I'm just flipping through the pages, just seeing each one of you. And <laughs> it's wonderful to see you. Bye, Baba. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. So I'm going to be opening rooms.